Well, it is time for our regular music slot uh, where we get a live musician in to have a little bit of a chat about music and uh, play a couple of songs for you. Uh, and today I'd like to introduce Kat Wilson, uh, who's had a stellar 2019. Good afternoon, Kat. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, good, good, good indeed. And you have had a big w- a year, haven't you? There's been a lot of performances and a lot of awards as well. Yeah. And, uh, are you recording as well? Yeah, I um, recorded an EP at the start of the year, mm. um, released it about a month ago, and I'm recording again uh, in two weeks' time down south, so... Trying yeah. to get lots of songs uh, cooking in the oven at the moment, so yeah, it's really good. We've had a few artists come in in the last few weeks who are recording EPs rather than LPs. I suppose it's an old vinyl term, isn't it? Extended play. Mm. Usually it's only about four or five songs, isn't it, as opposed to yeah. churning out 12 or 15. Exactly. I think I've done, so this is, I've just released my third EP. Um, it's a six track, but normally I'd release like four or five. Yep. Um, but there's this idea of album just being so... I guess it's such a big deal. So we're, I'm kind of yeah. waiting for that. Like yeah. an album's like a baby where an EP is like a flavour of the songs. So it's just a lot less pressure. So Yeah. Is, is there any sort of uh, thought that you might gather up your EPs and turn them into an LP, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, have a, like a greatest hits or, a, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. Is- actually, I've got a few artists that I follow that have done that. Say so they've released, say, in January one year, spring, uh, like summer, all that, and then they pull them together as like a seasonal EP, yes. which is an LP, and um, that works really good, so... That's a pretty good idea. I might do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there you go. I could be your manager. Um, so your 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 uh, genre of music is described as roots. Of course, I think roots is quite a diverse mm. genre in itself. What what is it that presses your buttons in playing roots music? I think I love the authenticity of it. Um, it's definitely I have the appreciation for the genre. I um, loved it as a kid. Mm. Uh, I feel like I slip into the bluesy side of roots as well. Yeah. Uh, so down the like growing up listening to BB King and Eric Clapton and all of those sort of artists really brought my bluesiness to the songwriting. Um, And then, yeah, it's just, it's also a lot of fun. It's fun to play music that's joyful and uh, that really features uh, musicianship, not just uh, singing and melodies. So there's a lot in it that I just love. Well, traditional blues, of course, is not all that joyous, is it? But uh, true. (laughs) So... um, when you were growing up around the house, is what what were you listening to? What was going on in the background on record players and things like that? Yeah, they were on record players. My dad is a huge Eagles fan. Yeah, huge Die Straits fan. Clapton. So I think my favourite guitarist growing up was Mark Knopfler, mm. um, absolute legend. Would yeah. love to see Die Straits play, or even his solo music is yeah. incredible as well. Yeah. Um, and then my mum grew up listening to a lot of disco. She loves ABBA. She loves Sherbet. Yep. Oh, <laughs> so cool. there was a there was a weird combo going on yeah, in the yeah. house. Oh, but, so yeah. but it's all those things which come together, and somewhere in all of that, I guess you know when you talk about Clapton and those sorts of artists, that's where the blues roots sort of sound comes from. Do you, do you go back as far as this? to Clapton playing with Cream or are you oh, more Clapton yeah. solo? Okay, yeah, so. but that Cream era was obviously it was before my time, but my dad made it sure that we were listening to all the good stuff. And yeah, that era of Clapton is just like legacy for us. Yeah. Now, one of the artists that you've mentioned that uh, had a big influence on you was Paul Kelly. Mm-hmm. So why Paul Kelly? I mean, he's a storyteller, of course. He, I guess my dad loves Bob Dylan and I reckon he's like Australian Bob Dylan. Mm. Um, when I was a teenager, I discovered his music kind of on my own at school. Um, and I think his storing, storytelling is just so, re- like, relatable, yeah. um, so meaningful. It's also really funny. Um, he's really cheeky. And every time I've seen him play, it's just something about him that has that X factor. So I'm inspired by his songwriting 
um, inspired by the musicians he brings alongside, his mm. touring, also his like integrity within the industry. Like he's still going, he's still making amazing yes. music. Yeah. I have so much respect for that. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough to see him at the Albany Police and Citizens Youth Club <laughs> up close and personal. He was wow. just fabulous. So yeah, they, wow. you don't get a you don't get an opportunity like that too many times yeah. in your life. But it was great. Now we're going to play a Paul Kelly song. Tell us about it. So, How to Make Gravy, um, I would I reckon it's Paul Kelly's Christmas song. <laughs> Most people would say that. Um, so, it's pretty cool. It's 1st of December. And, um, yeah, I think the this song I love for the story aspect, but also the chord progression is pretty beautiful. Mm. And the way he plays um, his shapes on the guitar is quite different to if okay. you play them straight. Um, and it was really inspiring to hear that sort of stuff for the first time for me. So, love the song. I'm sure lots of people listening today will as well. Joe here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December. Now they're ringing the last bell. If I get good behavior, I'll be out of here by July. Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day? Please don't let them cry for me. I guess the brothers are driving down from Queensland, and Stella's flying in from the coast. They say it's gonna be a hundred degrees, even more maybe But that won't stop the road Who's gonna make the gravy now? I bet it won't taste the same Just that flour, salt, a little red wine Get a dollar for tomato sauce For sweetness and that extra tang And give my love to Angus And to Frank and Dolly Tell them all I'm sorry I screwed up this time And look after Rita I'll be thinking of her Early Christmas morning When I'm standing Boyfriend, I hope he can hold his own. Do you remember the last one? What was his name again? Just a little too much cologne. And Roger, you know I'm even gonna miss Roger. Cause there's sure as hell no one in here I wanna fight. I'll break the baby Jesus. Have a Merry Christmas I'm really gonna miss it All the treasure and the trash Later in the evening I 
Gravy, Paul Kelly, wonderful song indeed. Now, but Kat, just to talk about your own songwriting, because mm-hmm. we talk about Kelly's uh, Paul Kelly's songwriting. How do you write songs? Do you come up with the melody and then add lyrics to it, or do you get someone else to write the lyrics? How does it come together for you? Hmm, that's actually a really good question. Normally, most probably eighty percent of my songs come from uh, sitting at a piano or a guitar. So I don't ever co-write. Um, but I'm firstly a musician, then I guess a singer. Uh, so I was always a muso first. So I'll like come up with a melody playing my acoustic or playing on a old upright piano and then um, we'll like sort of pick a melody and just sometimes I'll just put my phone on record for an hour and then, then listen back a couple of weeks later, be like, oh, that was cool or that was trash or that was terrible. That's yeah. normally what it is. Yeah. Um, and then try and find those bits of gold and then kind of build around it. Lots I write a lot about like everyday living, growing up in the suburbs, all that sort of stuff. So. so stuff that you can relate to. And I was, um, I've just been raving on a little bit uh, before you came in about uh, Elton John's autobiography. Mm. And uh, he's playing tonight, of course, and played last night mm. in Perth. But uh, one of the things he says about all of those early hits, Rocket Man, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Daniel, Crocodile Rock, is he was just delivered the lyrics by Bernie Taupin. So wow. Bernie Taupin say, here's the lyrics to a song called Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And Elton John would sit down and write music to the lyrics, which you know, having been involved in a bit of songwriting over time, I would find extremely difficult yeah, to do. And he said that all of those early songs, they were all written that way. And that didn't change really until the late 70s, early 80s. It's quite an amazing way to approach it. Yeah, wow. I actually didn't know that. I think that would be really difficult because there's so much emotion in the person who, well, for me, when I write the lyrics, they're so like are genuine to my situation. So if someone was like, here are a whole bunch of lyrics, like, wow, I have to try and become that person and then write music to it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I don't, well, that'd have to be a very, very good set of lyrics to motivate you to write something really emotional, you know, strong, wouldn't they? True. And I guess those songs are, so it worked. Kat, we'll take a break and we'll come back and listen to some live music. Well, Kat, now comes the big moment when you might even perform live for us. What have you got lined up? <laughs> <laughs> the pressure. No, um, I'm going to sing a song, the first single off my newest EP. Yeah. Uh, it's called Red Hill, and I wrote it about um, meeting my now husband. So it seems pretty relevant. Got married a couple of weeks ago. Ah. Um, so I wrote about kind of like our little story. It's not about the Red Hill transfer station up on 2J Road, <laughs> no. is it? No, it's about um, Red Hill Auditorium. Okay. Is- oh, yeah, yeah. What's up? Right close to that anyway. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. It was 
thought I would listen to my favorite singer sing about being broke in Chicago with his mate. It was the first time I got a glimpse of your face. Fast forward, April Fools, and I picked you up in my old hearse, and we're driving around. I got so lost, you didn't know we were driving to that Irish boy. And I fell in love yesterday, like the day before. An avalanche of love is tearing my walls down, and I was breathing. I'm standing here with a promise Stuck on this little ring finger We're eyeballing each other in the same room You first saw me sing now All my songs are for you You're my morning, you're my balmy night You're my stories, my seatbelt and hands to hold And everything's alright, I'll be around Everything's not fine, I'll be around I don't got much stuff, but you can have all my time And I fell in love yesterday like a day before An avalanche of love is tearing my walls down I was breathing It was out at Red Hill Listening to my favorite singer Sing about being broke in Chicago With his mate It was the first time I got a glimpse of your face Beautiful song about our very own Red Hill up there on Tuesday, I was going to say Tuesday, 2J, 2J Road, um, the Red Hill Auditorium, is that, that's where you met your current, your, I should say, current, current husband, your current husband, <laughs> you're in the rock industry, there's always current husband yes. or current wife, you never know what's going to happen in the future, <laughs> that's where you met your husband, <laughs> I love that, I hope he's not listening in, he 100% is, <laughs> that's great. Uh, so um, this this is on your latest LP mm-hmm. routine, and that was released uh, last month. I think mm-hmm. it was the month before now because it's uh, now it's December, already. December already. December already. Only have, what twenty four days to Christmas or something like that. So it was released on the twenty uh, fifth. And does it, is it thematic, or uh, is it just a series of different songs about you know your experiences? It is. It's kind of a. It really does go on a um, like a story throughout the songs. There's even an instrumental piece yeah. on the fifth track. So it is really, I guess, a seasonal um, recording of life in the last three years. So I've gone through like deep grief, um, great joys, mm. mountaintops, valleys, and it kind of takes um, listeners on kind of like a swell through that. Um, I think when people listen to it, uh, different personalities have – 
um, had different responses. But lots of people love the last track, which is called Falling Tide. And it's kind of this like banger country song mm-hmm. with a huge, I recorded on a Hammond organ. Yeah, yeah. It's like real wow. powerhouse, yeah. kind of like a Bruce Springsteen vibe. And yep. then lots of people are really appreciate as a big, um, like a big sad song about an experience, which is the third track. So people like can relate to the emotions of that. So it's, it's really like quite eclectic in that sense. Mm, um, mm. But it's been fun to talk to people and have fans be like, I like this song. And then another fan's like, oh, I like this one, and, which yeah. is different. In yeah. other recordings, everyone's just like the single and that's it. Um, so it's been nice to, I guess it's more of like a, a book, like more stories in this one. Yeah, look, I mean, one of the things you say about your music currently is you feel that it's authentic, mm. and that's important to you, obviously. That and I, what do you actually mean by authentic? Does that mean it's true to you, or how do you, how, how do you describe I authenticity? Find it- Authentic for me is two things. One, being authentic as a human, so like me being my truest self, um, like unashamedly. And then the other aspect of my music is being authentic in the current climate of like events and politics and all of that sort of stuff in social and culture. And like I guess I've got a few things where I'll stand really like strongly for um, and then being authentic in that. Um, regardless of anything else is, I guess, the other part of this, like, organic sound that's been created. Yeah, and then talk about uh, authenticity in the in making a statement about what you believe in. Do you write protest songs or do you write songs, uh, I mean, if the classical protest mm. songs are the sorts of things that come out of the 1960s, you mm. know, that protest era, um, or are you writing stuff which is just sort of saying, look, this is how I feel about this, mm. but it's not really a protest, you're not trying to get a reaction. I think there's I've written two protest songs learning from the that 60s era um but I just don't think people today want to hear yeah. this is this is the black and white like this is yeah. what I believe I think what my listeners are wanting from me which is more in this EP is tell us what you feel but allow us to also have our own opinion yeah. so I'll, I'll write a song about yeah. like I guess mm, refugees and I'll write it in a way of what I believe, but also it's not like this is the truth. It's like what's the truth for you? Yeah, I think okay. it's more conversational in that. Yeah, yeah. And just for the culture and I guess the, like, yeah, my audience responds a lot better than me, like, singing at them what I believe. Yeah, okay. What are you going to play for us now? I'm going to sing a song called Routine. It's the title track off the EP. Um, this one is honestly a simple song about falling into routine. So when in everyday life, uh, working full-time, just slip into this of, wow, three months has gone past. Wow, it's December already. I'm just sitting in this sense of, like, greyness, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's a song about that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> real, real happy one now. <laughs> Let me tell you I've been waking, I've been waking up to your goodness. Let me tell you I've been faking, I've been faking my smile Where did it get so old in my feeling this way? Where did it get so used to all these routine ways? Yeah. 
July We're waking to work And we're working to survive And did it get so old in your life? You feeling this way? And did it get so used to All these odd and old ways? Fabulous. Routine is the name of the song, and it comes from the uh, EP, which is available uh, now if you want to go out and get it. Where can we see you, Kat, if we need to um, uh, come and, uh, well, not uh, need to, but want to If anyone's to come really see. keen, this yeah. afternoon I'm playing at Other Side Brewery from okay. 3 till 4. Right. Uh, which is where? Which is in Myrie. Yep. Uh, yeah, which would be great. And um, check me out online, and you can find out all the other gigs from there. Kat Wilson, thanks very much for coming in this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me.